Welcome to Ranch Girl Rants Podcast, where a couple of cowgirls talk about pretty much everything. Social issues, current events, true crime cases, ranch living, and we even delve into the hunt for Bigfoot. This podcast may contain strong language and is suitable for mature audiences. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Jan. And I'm Denise. And we're Ranch Ranch Girl Girl Rants. And today, we're going to talk about our favorite show. Yes. Outlander. And I didn't know anything about this show until Denise says, oh, yeah, you got to watch this show. And what got me hooked in is that it had a little science fiction element to it has time travel and it's like a doctor who i guess weird yeah it was so cool so if you haven't seen outlander yet we're not going to spoil it for you we're not going to be giving you um blow by blow what's going on in this show but we're going to tell you a little bit of what it's about to maybe get you hooked in to watch the show so you can be just as excited about it as Uh, we are it's it's crazy (laughs) and no it's not like i don't have enough to do but the thing is is that they're filming season five right now they've Jan and I just binge watched one through four, so we're we're all abreast of what's going on. So um, I think Stars has it. You could get three and four yeah. if you want to catch up. Yeah. But yeah. So it's on Netflix, and this is the premise. This woman in 1945 is on her. Just came back from the war. She was a nurse. She was a combat nurse in the war. And her husband at the time was in, a soldier or whatever, like an officer or he something. He was like an intelligence officer. And okay. he's also slash a, a, he's a historian as well. Okay. So right after the war, they get, kind of have a second honeymoon because they hadn't seen each other forever. Right. In Inverness, Scotland. And they go to Scotland for their honeymoon. And she's really into wildflowers and botany and that sort of thing. And he was there because he wanted to research his ancestors in scotland but his ancestors were british and he wanted to research his british ancestors that served in the war there in scotland correct okay so they're learning all these things about his family and about this one particular great 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 grandfather and she goes off by herself to a place that they had visited there were these weird stonehenge looking stones coming up out of the yeah, ground. Yeah, it's a craggy moor or something like, like these that. these big pillars, these big giant pillars of stones. Which does not exist, by the way, in right. Scotland. Right, so that was, that's the science fictional, you know, part of it. But the night before, they had gone up there to see these, um, like this, some sort of a ritual, like these girls dancing. Well, it, dancing. Was, ha- it was Halloween, and, that's and it, it, was. Was, it was a pagan ritual that, that the, the, the local Scottish woman told her them about. And they, they kind of snuck up on it in the, in the night and they watched this amazing, you know, these women swirling around in these kind of a paganistic ceremony. And, um, but Claire, the con- the one of the main characters, um, is interested in botany and plants. And so she wanted to return to that area to um, research the plants there. I think she found a flower that she wanted she to She went up there to. without her so husband. So she went back, she went up the next day or whatever. Drove her car. Out, yeah. Drove her car up there, parked her car along the road, climbed, you know, short hike up to these uh, magical stones, as it were. And then and she, she touches one. Yeah. And the atmosphere changes. She, and She passes out and wakes up and she can't find her car. Your car's no longer there. 
And then she realizes, she thinks she's in some sort of a historical reenactment because all these British soldiers. But she's in the same area that she Yeah, she's by the started. stones. Yeah, she's right. at the stones. And I think she's in 1744. Yeah, because it was exactly, because it was. 200 years. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so she finds, this is where we're just going to take you. She finds this British soldier and she's hiding. Now she's running because these British soldiers are firing. There's there's gunfire going on and people are running and it's all chaotic in the forest. And she has no mm -hmm. idea where she is. She thinks she's in some sort of, she's caught up in some sort of crazy historical reenactment. And then she sees this British soldier in the red, they call them red coats because they're in the red uniform. And it was her husband, but not really because it was his great, 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 great grandfather or right. whatever it was. Right. So... But she's thinking, she's like, Frank, what are you doing? Right. And it wasn't Frank. Who's Frank, yeah. Yeah, who's Frank? So she And she's wearing, uh, well, modern clothing for her day, the 40s. So she's in 40s attire. Um, and she's... In a white, it was like a white shift dress. Right, and she can hear gunfire of muskets and soldiers running. And and then um, um, Highlanders, Scottish Highlanders, are are fighting the, Brit the British Army. And it's just, it's... If you like that kind of uh, science so she, fiction angle to it. But it's also got a historical angle to it, which is really interesting. So and it was so cool because she gets caught up now. And then she realizes that something happened. Now she's no longer in her own time. And now she's back 200 years earlier. And she gets caught up with the clans of the Highlanders. Um, so you really learn all about the, that, that culture. And it was really interesting to me. And what was funny is that she was a combat nurse, so she had all this knowledge about medicine, and, that, and so they called her a healer because she, they couldn't understand how she knew how to do all these things. And she had to be careful because she walked a fine line between back then they called you a, a witch. witch. Correct. Right. So she had to be very careful about her fortune-telling and her healing because she was walking that really fine line. She knew what the future was going to be, so... I mean, yeah, she, she had to, to be careful that, that she wasn't labeled a witch because they burned them at the stake back then, apparently. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's and plus the hunky, hunky, hunky Scottish guy that she actually treats for an injury. And they're all mystified, the Highlanders, about how she's, you know, knows how to do all this stuff. And so this show got me into researching the history of Scotland. The, the, they did such a great job on the costuming. Oh, my God. Right. Um, but... I had no idea when the British Empire went in, they treated those Scotland Highlanders like savages, like they were some sort of native savages because they had their own language and they were, you know, country people. And they, they, treat, they, they wanted to eradicate them like the Native Americans. They right. or, or make them into the proper British drinking tea. And, oh, and if you didn't, you know, bow down to the king and the right. royalty of Britain... You were dead meat. Well, they, they don't call it the British Empire for, for nothing. But and what's the funny part of that is the um that they you know, she's she's treating someone and she needs some sort of a um antiseptic and so she turns and she's she's asking these Highlanders for something to disinfect this wound and and then she realizes that they don't understand what the hell she's talking about. So she goes, alcohol. And they're like, oh, aye. And they all whip out their little flasks. And they, <laughs> they know what that is. And, you know, that yeah. was kind of funny. So there's amusing parts to the show. And, and it is very well done. And, you know, and I um, started researching Scotland more as well. Because my mother's family, her grandparents, great-grandparents were both born in Scotland. And I found out, you know, through ancestry and whatnot that, you know what what part of scotland so it's really um it's 
it just really sparks the uh, interest again. It's it's a I I recommend it. I'm I'm completely hooked. So I can't wait for episode five. Oh, I know. It, because I had to get on stars and do that five dollar a month introductory <laughs> thing just so I can watch those did last two. Did you cancel two. that yet? Absolutely. The second I did. Second yeah, those <laughs> rap bastards do <laughs> HBO, et cetera, and so forth. And they're like, "Oh, try a free trial." If you don't put that shit in your calendar, next thing you know, you're like, well, oh, "How come I've got forty five dollars coming in my out of my I, account?" I canceled that the second I watched the yeah. last episode of Outlander. I canceled that oh, shit, and I'm like, "Okay, when that thing comes on again, I'll get my another my other five dollar a month or whatever." But um, yeah, I know. As opposed to shows. when we grew up with three channels, ABC, I CBS, know. and NBC. Now it's like we're getting gouged, you know, uh, for even looking at the TV. So and they want is they're trying to suck you into their other original program because this is an original programming of Stars. Outlander is, and they have a ton of them apparently. Right. Because I was on their web, I'm like, oh yeah, I can't get sucked down this rabbit hole because I'm gonna have to pay another subscription to something. Well, they just uh, we were watching TV the other night, and they um. They had an announcement. So DirecTV is fighting with, I guess, CBS or something. And right. they eliminated the CBS channel, which is a local channel for us to get right. our local news. And they, they just got rid of it and because of this dispute. And uh, it's just, it's on and on and on. Everybody knows the drama around that. But the monopoly and the corporational greed and all that stuff with so TV now, Netflix, you know. So I, I so anyway, let's get back to Scotland. So the British Empire basically came in and told them they can no longer speak Gaelic. Oh, and did you have to put the subtitles on? I did. Yeah, they, they speak fast. Oh, their accents were so thick, mm -hmm. and they didn't, you know, subtitle some. Even the Gaelic when they were speaking Gaelic, they didn't even subtitle that. No, they didn't. And so I had to get online and figure out what the heck they were saying. So. Um, the bairn. The bairn is the baby. The bairn. We bairn. We bairn. Yeah, a bairn. A bairn. B a i r n is baby yeah. in in Gaelic. I call, my, I call one of our dogs the baby bairn. And Dinah. Bairn. And Dinah. Dinah. Um, Ken. I know. Dinah is I, and Ken is no. K e n. So they even when they were speaking English, they used these Gaelic words. Mm-hmm. And they said them so fast, so I well, had the whole, to. The whole um, uh, British Isles is full of different uh, types of Gaelic. There's, there's, you know, if you look at the history of the language, it's just, it's incredible. Um, Gaelic is extremely hard to learn. When I went to Ireland, it was just the street signs are still, you know, kids still learn uh, Gaelic in school, but the the street signs around Dublin and and that are in Gaelic as well as English. Interesting. So it's pretty, yeah. It's 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 a real difficult language to speak and i actually went on you know it it just sparks every, if you if you've ever wondered about scotland this is going to make spark your interest you're going to be researching all kind of kind of things and uh and how about know. a woman a woman a modern woman going back 200 years yeah. where men treated you like shit yeah, she had to remember treated, herself basically oh, treated yeah. you like property she got slapped down like a ham honey she every did. time every minute she was just like they look at her like uh she was not a, even speaking to you she you was know? a little mouthy yeah, because she well, was well, you know, she was from 1945. Could you imagine? Well, we, I don't want to give it away, but um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. And the and the She's, costume, uh, like you were saying, is is great. And, oh, you know, so those women they had to put those weird waist things around their waist, the padded to, hip thing. Yeah, yeah, to make their dresses balloon. Yeah. Could you imagine wearing all that crap? No, they wouldn't Holy have to put hell. that on me, honey. I'm blessed oh with the, uh, you know, hippage. So <laughs> they, they wanted to look like they had big giant 
whatever's yeah big, if i did that I look, I look like the front wall of walmart so we don't i don't need to put that on but the the costumes are good and you know what yeah, and the really men good. with the kilts you right know, and there's all a whole set of jokes about men wearing kilts but right um i thought you know, it was hot the the sheep you know the sheep can't the, you well know, the kilts don't have a zipper so the sheep can't hear the <laughs> zipper kind of you know blah blah, blah. Um, that, i got that from a scottish friend of mine that told that and i was like oh yeah okay that's pretty funny. So, and the and the man bun. Let's talk about the okay, man bun. Okay, so Apparently my husband, your husband my has hus- got a problem with that man he, bun. Uh, yeah, and he's not the only one. Um, my hiking partner, he doesn't like the man bun. It's that generation. It's like the generation. Right. They don't like the man bun. But I, I'm watching Outlander, where all men had ponytails mm-hmm. and ribbons and bows in their hair mm-hmm. and wigs. Those British guys all wore those curly ass. Crazy Which par- British Parliament still wears those wigs. traditional wigs? Oh my God, I, I was just mesmerized by those wigs, and I had to look that up because m- the the ones that were higher in society wore the white wigs, and if you had a brown wig, you were kind of the mi- more middle class. So kind of like guy. the more like Dolly Parton you look, the the more wealthy you were, apparently, more powerful. Apparently, <laughs> and as you notice, some of those guys had like little curly cues coming down, yeah. and they had the big wig, but they had also the ponytail with a big bow on oh, the yeah, back. Oh yeah, work it. Work. Uh, I mean, it. you know, yeah. and these guys were soldiers. They were badass mofos out there. Right. I mean, look at George Washington. Dude's on the doll. I mean, he, you know, he's yeah. our first president. The dude had a wig and a bow in his hair. Come on. And but but all of a sudden now fashion has changed and it's no longer acceptable for mm-hmm. a man to put his hair in a bun. Well, it's the same like now if someone rolled in with with bell bottoms and platform shoes from the 70s, you'd laugh at him. But um, it, it all evolves it's, around and comes back around whether you like fashion. it or not. Yeah. But my husband and I got in the argument that it was more of, no, it's not a sign of, ma- it's, you're not a man. It's not a sign of manhood. Mm-hmm. I said, no, it's, and then he started getting into this crazy argument about the Me Too movement. I'm like, dude, okay, we're talking yeah, about yeah. fashion here. Yeah. You know, don't go down that rabbit hole because one has nothing to do with the other. Right. You know, he's talking about how women were demasculating men and all this. Uh, no, and, and that's why the dude's wearing the man bun. Well, you no. know, the Highlanders can chop your head off just as fast in a, in a skirt as Thank they can you. in a pair of pants, apparently. Yeah. So, you know, it's not. And so <laughs> where, it, where we evolved now is like women... Now, let's talk about the women's dress, because now, back in those days, they were made to wear these dresses and have all this crazy... Um, cinch up their waist like Scarlett cin- O'Hara. Cinch yeah. up their waist, but also put that thing around their waist to make their butt look like it's five miles right, wide. Right, You know? But they all had to wear dresses. You didn't see them in pants. And maybe there was something to that, because when women needed to pee, they, it was a lot easier for them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the rationale well, is. Well, it's, you know, and... Are we going to talk about but back then, the Catholic priests and the robes and the dress? Yeah. And the, you know, but I mean, back, so back then, 200 years ago, if a woman wore pants, oh, my God, she looked at like, oh, you're, you're trying to be a man. Right. So right. I guess it was kind of opposite back in those days. And I just love it. And I don't, uh, we're not going to disparage the Catholic religion, but. It's Why like, not? Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> My husband's a recovering Catholic. Well, here's the thing. He went to catechism. He's got the Catholic card and everything. You're going to be homophobic, but yet you dress like (laughs) drag queens. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you know, you guys look fabulous in those robes. And (laughs) And the big pointy hat. Oh, yeah, sweetie. Work the runway. And the rings, all the jewelry. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That is just a mind-blowing quagmire we could do a whole show on the oh, on religion yeah. and we might we might do a whole show on religion who did you run into and in, when on your one of your hikes okay so, you so figure something out there okay some... so uh 
<laughs> yeah, we were just, you know, hiking back in the Sierra and and there was a family that lives back there. They run a cabin and a, a, a lodge kind of thing and um, really, really cool people. They're so nice. And this little person came out and I thought at first it was a little girl because she was wearing like this little he- really colorful headband but just uh sweat sweatsuit so it wasn't you know i couldn't tell it yet but the little person looked to be about i thought uh seven i thought about seven years old maybe six but very tall and then i started thinking hmm is this a girl or a boy i started questioning myself well my hiking partner she's quite a bit older than me she's in her early 70s she immediately thought girl because her brain you know she's a gen you know she's like you know 13 years older than i am so her generation's like headband girl no doubt about it headband girl boys don't wear headbands she probably wore a dress when she flew on an airplane back then well yeah and i can tell you about how i had to wear a dress when i was in kindergarten girls were not allowed to wear pants when Mm -hmm. i was going to school in illinois that was period it could be freaking ten thousand feet of snow blizzard and i had to wear a dress to school um, so anyway, but her brain, yeah, girl, headband girl. My brain was going, I'm not quite so sure if this is a girl <laughs> or a boy. So I asked this little person, so what's your name? And the little person tells me this very androgynous name. <laughs> I don't want to give it away because these people, I mean, they're kind of local. And I'm going, okay, that told me nothing. I mean, it was like naming their kid like uh, Grass. Or right. something like that, or tree, or, or Pat, or like that cloud. Like sitcom, you know, it could be a boy Saturday or a girl, Night right? Life. This is Pat. Yeah, this I'm is Pat. Pat. And yeah. what's your boyfriend? Which and and who's your Chris? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's your significant other? Gotta Chris. dig a little deeper there, Jan, for some information. It's just like Jesus. It's like okay, kid, drop your pants. I gotta see if you're a boy or a girl. You know, yeah. it's like I. So, but anyway, well, we all have to fit what we see and hear, and we have to fit it in our. In what we, our database. we, we In our database, yeah. right? In her database, my friend's database, girl, headband girl. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the dad comes out, and I'm still trying to process, girl, boy, girl, boy, don't, not quite sure, not quite sure, and I'm not getting any good information out of this kid. And he goes, hey, how you guys doing? And my friend goes, oh, we're just out here talking to your daughter. And he goes, oh, you mean my son? What, <laughs> well. She felt so bad. She felt so bad because now all of a sudden the flip, her script got flipped right Right. she was like everything she was new in her whole world was like oh i am so sorry i was confused by the headband right (laughs) and and come to find out uh the kid um who is a boy um was only five years old which kind of makes sense now because boys can be a little bit taller you know and so as we were hiking away my friend was felt really bad she was freaking out and just so embarrassed she was so embarrassed and i told her i said you know this is kind of a new day it, we're, we're kind of transitioning now where boys don't necessarily and, and dress I, like we think and, anymore and, and I because it goes back to the man bun and well you can't you can't you can't go after people and and uh you get mad at them for not understanding you know because it's just not part of your world and so it's not it's not malicious it's no. an innocent confusion and so you know and, and i think we're all trying to catch up and it kind of makes me wonder yeah. if generations change or thinking's changing that that whole database is going to be changed well i think we're on the cusp of under more understanding there's people that are completely you know 
uh, gender assignment surgeries that they, because they don't understand it and they and they don't you know and I, I I don't understand it but it's not for me to understand so you know to each his own basically but let's be honest here I mean we do still Caitlyn Jenner you know I mean didn't you think that Bruce Jenner was a really pretty man. He was a pretty well, he was gorgeous. Man. I skied behind him one, on you accident did? one day. Yeah, I was up in Tahoe and he oh and his son. This is 150 years ago, but I skied <sighs> behind him. I was just like, what a hunk, right? What a what a stud. Yeah. But you know, I guess he was pretty much miserable most of his he, life because he of identified it. as a woman. And I guess maybe I go after him because her because recent days he's been kind of a jackass to his the Kardashians, oh. he's written a book that's disparaging against them, and they've supported him. So male or female, that person's just an asshole. Well, yeah, and so I guess it, <laughs> it, I guess if you're an asshole, just don't go change your gender because you're going to be a target. No matter if you have a, a penis or that. a JJ, don't be an asshole. Yeah, I mean, no, nobody should be attacked or whatever, but I mean, I just, I guess I just kind of zero it in on Caitlyn because Caitlyn is uh, getting kind of um, crazy with... Um, I don't watch that show. Well, I, I don't think I, I I've do. ever I, watched that the show. The Kardashians is fun to watch. I mean, it's is like, it? you know, it's, you know, live vicariously through a bunch of rich women. I'm telling you what, she's got a stable of hookers and they're all her daughters, but they're making a lot of money. <laughs> and she's a genius. She's because a they are just woman genius. They were just daughters of a freaking high powered attorney. Yeah. That he, was, that was, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, oh my God. White Bronco. Oh yeah, the, uh, Kardashian was one of the legal team for O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson, yeah. yeah, and and see, here's the deal. So Kris Jenner was best friends with Nicole Brown Simpson. I right. Don't know, I don't know if you knew that. I did know that. Right. Yeah. So that was an awkward situation. Right. And so, um, he, yeah, that whole I don't even we could we could talk about the O.J. Simpson trial forever because I follow that thing. I so mean, every day on the mother, radio, it was ridiculous. My mother was obsessed. But with now that. I guess. Kim Kardashian wants to be an attorney. She and does. Then, yeah, she's going. She's she's getting the, um, you know, what money can buy law school. Um, uh, an attorney has taken her under her wing, and Jesus she's Christ. getting could, the, could, the. Would you would the you have her as an attorney <laughs> esquire? <laughs> you know, with the most unnatural looking ass I've ever seen on the earth. I mean, her and uh, she Chloe still has Kardashian. to pass that bar exam. I mean, sweetie. I mean, you look at it and you go, not not doesn't fit and you don't have booty implants then i'm a monkey's uncle because it's ridiculous i've never seen an armenian with a butt like that but i guess there are some <laughs> or maybe a mixture of something else that no one talks about who knows right. that has you know that kind of a, you know body type anyway what we were talking about we were, we were talking outlander and, and gender identity and men yeah, well, and we, boys wearing headbands and yeah, man buns and, and you know celts and but you know what maybe you think we'll go back to men wearing these big flamboyant wigs i mean do you think we would go back that far i mean look at the romans they were wearing robes and well you yeah know, well, laurel you, leaves you, around their heads and have you looked at the runway lately um in new york and like all of the coverage of the runway the fashion runways and and how um it's in some some aspects they call it you know they call men that they're that are effeminate they they're uh oh what do they they they're metrosexuals yes. so and it's kind of a the line is blurred between women and men's dress and right. so if you look at the runways i mean they're prancing down there with this but the most ridiculous I'm, I'm not i'm not saying that you know because it's feminine or on a man or it's masculine on a woman but it's ridiculous in my opinion it's like what the hell are you wearing you're wearing like a 
a cereal box with a bow on top of it. What the <laughs> hell? How practical, you know? Hey, you know what? Uh, we're country girls, right? We go Wear outside. That shit we out gotta be rain. able to move around and move and feed horses and shit. We can't have, you know, uh, fashion out here. So t-shirt and shorts and flip-flops is the rule of the day. But anyway, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe we will because I think we're kind of going back there. Anyway. Well, if uh, if you're a city person or in a metropolitan area where you pay attention in being up with the times and maybe you will and then we'll see more of the population wearing these you know outfits and maybe we have to um wear outfits that are acclimated to our environment like we start years from now we're living on other planets right you know or we're living underground because of the nuclear fallout or whatever well yeah you know (laughs) Suddenly, <laughs> generations so, will have suddenly glazed over eyeballs because they've been in the dark suddenly so that long. cereal box hat uh, looks pretty yeah. good. Girl, you better wear your uh, saran wrap if you if you're gonna go out. You know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's gonna be interesting because we we only know what we know in our life, and we don't you know anything could change as far as what men, how men and women dress, and how we. Are with the like you said the database in our brain, like my friend, right. boys don't wear headbands, therefore you're a girl, right? Well, people that know me will will tell you that the only way that you get a dress on me is if I'm unconscious, and so and then and then <laughs> not very long after I wake up, it will be gone. But but it's pretty obvious to me that you're female. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm a tomboy. I you know I I mean I do wear dresses and stuff, but. I mean, you know, I'm a ball cap girl and right. horse girl and right. I mean, well, I, and then, then there you go. Your fashion is is uh, correlated with your what you do. And here we are. Here, here's another question: makeup or no makeup on guys? Back at remember back <laughs> well, in the eighties. I don't 80s? want to mention the president, but well, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got a little white. He's uh, good. He needs a new makeup artist. I don't know who's doing his makeup around his eyeballs. To <laughs> I don't know who's doing his makeup, man. They're in bad lighting. I don't know. Um, but back in the 80s, I think oh. he would lose 2020 if he got if someone ripped his wig off, his toupee or whatever, and he didn't get to go to the tanning booth that day. I think we'd have a completely <laughs> different outcome. So here's here's my thing. When I was playing in bands back in the day, I had really short. And this is you know the 80s. I had really really short Pat Benatar hair, and all my bandmates when I was in bands with the guys, they had the crazy long, big old poofed out hair with aquanet earrings eye- that have parrots or, swinging or from them, wore eyeliner and <laughs> yeah. lipstick. Yeah. And I mean to tell you, they were totally dressed like women. They were like drag queens, but the girls loved them. I mean, they were rock gods. So I guess it's where you are. I mean, it it's totally what atmosphere is. you're in. So like, if you go to a concert, what what bands like? Uh, which one is really feminine? I mean, oh my Spandex, God, Motley Crue. Yeah, Motley Crue. Um, Poison. But now if the same fans saw that guitar player walking down the street at oh, the, I have uh, a funny at the frick- mall, then they would be like, what the hell is that? But but, the, it, but see, it's where your atmosphere it's where you're at, at the time. Girl, I have a funny story. So my whole band, we were playing a gig up in Reading, and we we were staying at it put up we were put up in a band house and it was a big rock band i was in and all like i said all the guys had the big hair and the makeup and the whole thing and the spandex pants and the glitter and the belts and the and the bracelets and the gloves and i mean all that shit and we had a flat tire on the way to the gig and we all had to get out and change that freaking flat tire in our gig clothes and people were just like slowing down like what the fuck is that <laughs> it was like the circus was in town and it's like and it was daytime right so all this shit we were wearing was just like blinging out 
blinding drivers as we're going by oh, that's so funny. and then like these guys had like all this makeup like eyeliner and shit so you know and that stuff's put on for nighttime and for stage but when you're out in the daylight it looks like they look like vampires you oh know? my god I, oh, when I was working embarrassing he's work- like get that tire change you gotta get the hell out of here before we get our asses kicked because this is redding man this is a cowboy town no kidding but those same cowboys came to see us play on stage now right. we're rock gods Right. You know, we're on stage now. We're rock gods, but we're out there t- fixing a tire. We're freaks. So, yeah, it reminds me of when I was patrolling in the Bay Area, and I and there was a circus in San Francisco. I think it was like one of their very first performances, Cirque du Soleil, which are French Canadian and uh, acrobats. Pretty amazing show. So I'm patrolling. I pulled over a car for whatever, and I walk up to the passenger, and there's a guy sitting in the front seat, and you know, dressed like. 1745 you know in the high court <laughs> right and um he he looks at me and he goes oh officer perhaps you know who i am my name is jean-claude i'm a clown <laughs> i said if you say so and he goes no i'm a clown we're in town perhaps you've seen cirque du soleil i'm in cirque du soleil and i'm like oh that's wonderful anyway so uh the driver can you hand me your license <laughs> and we can go forward but yeah that was pretty funny so did the, you the, the license that you know me i'm jean-claude the clown oh yeah i totally you, know you yeah yeah if you say so okay no it was so just funny. did so did the license match the face oh, of yeah. the driver yeah it was it was what's uh, which brings to the curtains match the drapes <laughs> oh sorry that's a whole nother deal but no no it was uh it was uh, God, it was so long ago but yeah that's that was hilarious. pretty funny but i did see the show and it was pretty amazing but <laughs> i didn't remember jean-claude but you know jean-claude knows? you didn't see jean-claude you didn't see, perhaps you know who i am yeah no not really but i think you're gonna tell me <laughs> you're a clown that's hilarious oh my god but you know if you want to see that that 80s rock uh parody it's, it's this is spinal tap spinal oh Tap's yes. the best movie yes. ever Ev- um, ever yeah. ever 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 and you know being in a band for many years i lived a lot of those stories i swear to right. god they 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 had picked little vignettes in that movie that actually do happen to bands you know it's mm-hmm. like oh yeah you're up on top and the next thing you know you're playing it there you're opening for a fucking puppet show right that shit happened to me you know that's funny <laughs> I swear to god well, like, the, like the scene in spinal tap where they're at an air force base yeah and they're trying to play with to these square oh, uh, girl, military men. right here yeah right. yep played at air force bases played at naval academies <laughs> oh yeah done all that um i wasn't with my band prima donna but my friend patty can tell you when she was the, the manager for that band where they were on those uh, department of defense tours and they literally were playing in hangars and they were flying all over the world playing in these air force oh, wow. hangars you know and but they were loved i mean they were absolutely loved but the conditions that they had to endure were pretty insane wow that's crazy (laughs) oh my god but anyway so i think we're pretty much covered outlander uh gender identity and bruce jenner and and caitlin jenner yeah if you want to um it's just i i I just think that it's you need to remember that hey you know it's not for us to decide or to judge what people if they want to be go from um female to male or vice versa that's fine but you know what it's going to take some time um everyone has their boundaries and what what fits into their mind and i think ge- their the, gener- the yeah. generations yeah it's a generational mm-hmm. thing and as they as, as we progress in generations things get more acceptable it's going to be more acceptable i mean look at 50 years ago being gay you right. couldn't tell people you were gay right. holy hell right you yeah. couldn't 200 years ago you couldn't tell people that you knew how to heal people you're a witch right you know so who knows 50 years from now 
everything the same things happen only i'm in different it's it's like the same behavior and reaction different era you know but it's right. just, it, everything duplicates itself you know i mean being burned at the stake or being you know having rocks thrown at you what or, about or people that identify as animals like horse people they wear the hooves and everything have you seen those oh, people oh god you're gonna bring that <laughs> they up. walk around with I, the hooves on their paint and oh yeah, it's a, a whole about that. thing it, you know it's like it's a whole thing look on youtube girl it's a whole thing they have the hooves and everything they walk around like horses they're horses <laughs> well my horse thinks it's a it's human because she's yeah I, i've been just sitting here you know with my jaw gape just trying yeah. to get my mind right. yeah okay cool dude whatever you want to do <laughs> knock yourself out you know what um identify I, what animal do you identify with? yeah so go for it go for it <laughs> just don't hurt others just don't, don't hurt other animals don't be mean and right. just don't hurt other people and right. you'll be fine what are we talking about next week who we have on deck we have an interview right yes we have a really interesting well i have a couple of them that are coming forward okay um, but the, our next one is the veterinarian, yes, Sarah Lynn. Dr. Sarah Lynn Speck. She's a local Yuba Sutter, Butte County, a large animal mobile vet. And she is new to the area and, and um, wants to build her client base. So I think you have her number there, don't you? Yeah. And we'll be plugging her um, definitely. Um, her number is 1-530-565-6012. And yeah, we'll be plugging her more. She's uh, treated my horse. She's really great. She um, she talks a lot about um, heat exposure and and um, animals in the heat and what to do and what not to do. And because it's summertime at the moment, right. so it's like you know, I had a laundry list of questions. That. I know you texted me. You said, "What questions do you have for this vet?" Yeah. I said, "Oh, girl, I've got a list." We covered there you them. go. We covered cool. them. And she's she's great. And um, also, uh, we're going to talk about the wildfires on the next podcast. And um, I was evacuated, and you almost were evacuated, yeah. and, and our experiences with that and preparedness and all living that. But, you in know, Northern living California. in the country, you know, mm -hmm. living where you don't have a fire department, you know, three doors down that mm -hmm. can come, um, and you need some time. So And we don't have hydrants. We don't have, we're on wells. I mean, it's a whole thing. Right. Yep. Above ground pools, for instance, that hold your water. That's yeah. a water storage right there. Absolutely. And a little fire pump, and I'm mm -hmm. ready. So. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, um, we try and getting these up mm, every other week or so, but mm -hmm. I'm going to be out of town most of the month of August, so you might see a little lapse, but I'm going to see if I can get this Are one. you getting that sex change operation? <laughs> is my voice all low? You is finally it raised really enough low? money in your piggy bank. <laughs> I'm turning, I'm turning what? Um, I'm money what? I'm what? I don't know. Girl, I'm going to be a horse. To a male? I'm going to be a horse. I've decided. Oh, I'm going to get wow. the hooves. And the tail. You're too small to I'm be I'm going to be ridden. my little pony. What, what good are you going to be? I'm going to be like us. a little miniature horse. Yeah, so how do you put a saddle on you? You're you too don't. Small. I'm just what kind you just put on a leash and prance around <laughs> and show off to your friends. That's what miniature horses are. I could be a comfort horse. You know, take me around oh, to the... Oh, next thing you know, they're going to be making purses that they take can carry you around in. And, you know... <laughs> take me around to the old folks You become home. A, an accessory. An accessory, sweetie. An accessory. <laughs> All right. All right, we have digressed. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time on Ranch Girl Rants. Ranch.